Jones resets in the shotgun, gets the snap. Hands it to Elliott, who goes sweeping to the left side. Gets to the 20, loose to the 30, to the 40, down the left side to the 50, goes Elliott. He's going to take it to the house. 30, 20, 10, touchdown, Ezekiel Elliott. 85 yards. You are listening to the Buckeye Sports Blitz. Thank you for listening. My name is Nick. This is the Buckeye Sports Blitz. Ohio State defeats Maryland 66-17, to and for the second week in a row, C.J. Stroud and the offense came out absolutely on fire. What a game, really. Uh, as uh, Chris Olavi pointed out in the postgame, damn near perfect. C.J. Stroud, again, looked really, really good. 24 for 33, 406 yards, five touchdowns. He is getting more confident game by game, and you can really see it in his body language. He's standing strong in a pocket, super accurate, and I think right now there isn't a quarterback in the country that is playing on the level that C.J. Stroud is currently playing on. Running back Travion Henderson, 16 carries for 102 yards, two touchdowns, four receptions for 67 yards, and also had a receiving touchdown. Maryland did a really good job keeping him in check early on. He really didn't get going until the second half rushing the ball. But another good game by Travion Henderson. The offense totaled 598 yards, 432 passing yards, 166 rushing, and that's good enough for 8.4 yards a play. Uh, I thought the offensive line did a really good job of keeping C.J. clean in the pocket. Uh, and the offensive line, uh, they rotate guys in, and they're not, they're not missing a beat when they have to bring somebody in, either for an injury or just I've noticed they're rotating guys at the offensive line. They are very deep on the O-line, and it's – it's a good thing when those guys are starting to play with a lot of confidence and they're building that continuity, which is great to see. And really the trajectory that this offense is on is just flat-out scary. Chris Olave had seven receptions, 120 yards, two touchdowns. He has 29 total touchdowns for his career. It's five short of uh, the OSU record set by David Boston with 34. I think he will end up breaking that. Who knows? Uh, he'll probably get it in two or three games. Garrett Wilson also had five receptions, 84 yards, and two touchdowns. Jackson Smith and Jigba also had five receptions and 103 yards. I mean, really, this offense is on pace to be the best ever at Ohio State, at least statistically. And you know numbers aren't everything, but also numbers don't lie. And when you have, honestly, you have the top two wide receivers in the country, and Jackson Smith and Jigba looks like another first-round draft pick maybe when he comes out next year. Uh, but you got three really elite wide receivers. It's it's really going to be hard for anybody to stop this team, uh, passing the ball-wise at least. R- really, for two consecutive weeks, A-plus across the board for the offense. No complaints at all whatsoever. Uh, the defense held Maryland to 335 total yards, 279 in the air. I think that's a win for the Ohio State defense. Rakeem Jarrett had the 43-yard touchdown. That's fine. He's a really good player, former five-star Ohio State had the backups in then, uh, so I'm not really too concerned about that play. Five sacks for the defense. The defense set an Ohio State record with four straight games with a pick six. Look, man, this defense is not perfect, but they're getting turnovers on defense, and on offense, they're also not turning the ball over, and that's a pretty damn good formula to winning football games. If that's a trend to continue, man, Ohio State's just going to be a really, really hard team to beat late in the year. I mean, in all seriousness, nobody wants to play Ohio State right now. Football nowadays is about offense. And personally, when it comes to Penn State and Iowa, when I look at those two teams, they ain't 
they don't have an offense. They don't scare me at all. I personally think Iowa and Penn State aren't very good. I've watched every snap of both Iowa and Penn State. I've watched every snap of every Big Ten East team this year. I really don't want to get too far ahead because it goes against my philosophy of take it game by game. But basically, my point is, my in my opinion, there is nobody left on Ohio State's schedule that concerns me at all, including a potential undefeated Iowa team in the Big Ten Championship. Nationally, Georgia might be the only team that has a defense that can slow down or maybe even stop Ohio State's offense. Ohio State is heading into a bye week. Hopefully, All-American defensive tackle Haskell Garrett is okay. Uh, now, Ryan Day doesn't really discuss injury details, but after the game or after Haskell was uh, carried off the field, he was seen walking or limping around on the sideline. So hopefully he's okay, and really we just need to get him back for Penn State. And he, he has been the most consistent player on the defensive side of the ball this year. Converted running back to linebacker Steel Chambers has been playing really well kind of under the radar a little bit. Seven tackles and a sack. The linebackers have been playing better, and we'll be fine in the Big Ten, but I think the linebackers could potentially be a problem in postseason play, much like against Alabama. But they're getting better. So after the bye week, Ohio State will be at Indiana. Uh, That game will be on the 23rd. I think this was a solid win against Maryland. I think Maryland's an okay team. They're a team that's building, and they're on the rise they have some playmakers on offense, and I thought Ohio State did a good job. They, As I keep saying, they did what they needed to do. I thought they passed the test, as I talked in last episode, the pass defense against Maryland's passing offense. Uh, every game since Matt Barnes has taken over calling the defense, uh, you're seeing some positives. You see them. They're taking, like I said, every game, they're taking a slight step forward. So it, it is a good sign. But, again, the defense isn't perfect. It's not fixed but they are taking the necessary steps to getting fixed. So even though it is a bye week, we're going to go ahead and we're going to take a look at the Big Ten. We're going to look at the East. We're going to look at the West. And I also just want to go ahead and put it out there. I watch most of the Big Ten games. I watch most of the games around the country. In my studio, little sports room I have, I have eight active TVs going. uh, And, you know, I, I don't really miss a lot of the action. I do take this stuff pretty seriously. You know, I, I, I re-watch the Buckeye games, and usually I re-watch the other big games around the country in a condensed format, like 20-minute version. I like to use my own eyes to form my own opinions, views, and thoughts. So tune back in Friday. We're going to take a look at the Big Ten, plus we're going to go over the Big Ten matchups this week. We're going to play the spread, and uh, I'll give you my predictions. Enjoy the week. Be safe, Buckeye Nation. Go Bucks. I hate Michigan, 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 fuck the Wolverines.